Welcome to Kirby's Disc Golf World, the pop culture disc golf matchup you've been waiting for. And we're back, guys. This is Kirby's Disc Golf World, the best disc golf pop culture mashup on the airwaves. You guys are the fans. This is Season 2, Episode 11. We got plenty to discuss. Let's jump into this. Jay, let's hit the plugs. Of course, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Disc Golf World, and make sure to review and rate the podcast, as well as follow all of us on the gram at Jesus Disc Golf, JK Disc Golf, and Swiss Cheese DG. That's where you can find us. There we go. Jumping right into the Mid-America Open, guys. Absolutely. Guys, Calvin Klein with his first dub in an A-series, going out and showing it in a limited field, but that being said, an A-tier a win is an A-tier win. Um, How do you think about his performance, Jay? Uh, I think it was... Pretty much his breakout win. He's been last year, especially up at the top a lot, and now it kind of seems that he kind of finally put together three solid rounds, which is what we want to see out of him. He's a big up and comer. People needed to know if he could prove himself, and it seems like he could. If he puts together three solid rounds, it seems like he can get the job done. Absolutely, um, very impressive by Kyle Klein to hold off Dickerson is no small feat. The man, the man is the robot chicken. Um, that being said, as far as the tournament, it did have to change venues, so this course was a little bit smaller than Harmony Bends. Um, all the, I believe every hole was a par three, so it was kind of traditional in that way, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so. Um, but like I said, first A-tier win for Kyle Klein, holding off um, Chris Dickerson. Great dub on that front. And then we also saw a win out of... Another, I think, first A-tier win out of Heather Young. Yeah, that was a solid. Again, putting together three good rounds is that difference maker between taking top fives and winning the thing, the whole thing. So it seemed like Heather Young first win of a big tourney, definitely. Uh, we saw her, like I said, put together three solid rounds. The putt was on. There was times where she was shooting over par but nailing still 50-footers like it was nothing. So it was really cool to see that out of Heather Young. Hopefully she can continue that going into other tournaments, especially the bigger ones like the Pro Tour events. Can we discuss how boring this these last two this these two tournaments were? Like it was upsetting. Like I not to have anybody any other big names except for Conrad. Oh my! But yeah. but um, I just thought it was boring. And like the didn't Heather win? But she shot like plus five. Plus two. And I, was like, plus, plus two I know. I know. I know. It's plus two. I was just being hyper hyperbole. Yeah, I did pick her again. I'm pretty. You wanna know what? That's what. Jeffrey, J- JK, you suck at picking females, but Reed, Reed picks female winners. That's all Reed does. I guess All so. Reed does, if I don't pick them, they don't get picked. That's three, that's three rounds. That's three ones. I picked the winners, or the winner wasn't drafted by one of us. Yeah. Oh, well, it happens. Well, nice. He's putting that feather in his cap. I know. Um, understood. As far as you didn't have the big names, in large part, this is the week before DDO the uh, big tour series on that conditions were bad. Um, and it was just sloppy play. Like yeah. like people weren't playing up to the caliber of what we're used to seeing and what we what we've seen this year of how good we've seen people play. And it was just sloppy play. Might have just been the conditions. Might have just been the change of venue really quick. But I think they changed the venue in hopes they knew the field was small. They knew they weren't getting the big names so let's put them on a course where it's three where it's only par threes and that's hopefully somebody has a huge fucking game 
I think, and we just didn't get that. I think being said, Chris Dickerson, another huge tourney play, another uh, he took tied tied for second. And I think that Chris Dickerson honestly deserves more respect for his play than he actually gets. This man is putting up top five finishes left and right and just doing all the fundamentals to a T. And I feel like he's not in the conversation of Ricky, Paul, Eagle, Calvin, anything like that. But he puts up impressive numbers at pretty much every single tournament. At on every different type of course style too. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. Be, we used or to, woods. Absolutely, we used to think Dickerson was mainly a woods player, um, but his games transcended that. He's definitely got to be up there in the top five talks. Um, going into the top five, the big, like I alluded to, DDO is yep. starting um, on the 28th. So about when we will be <laughs> a little bit after we re- do this broadcast. Um, Everybody says the DD Open um, or what was the Glass Bone Open is the tournament to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like what, like a full week of events. They yeah. usually have all sorts of media coverage. Um, the town is very, Emporia has embraced um, the disc golf community and this tournament to a T. Um, it is something that is on my wish list to attend. Um, so I am kind of excited with the big event. Everybody's going to be at this one. Um Except for a notable name, Paige Pierce is not going to be attending uh, the DDO this Open. No, this she, year. I don't. I also don't know if she was signed up and dropped, or if she just wasn't there at all. I'm not aware of that officially. Do you know Quinn by chance if she dropped I, it? I only was doing research on our craft a card and noticed that she was not on the enrollment. Like, okay, and I kind of so, highlighted it as well, she was not there. I don't want to speculate like too much, but like this would be like the f- hot take. Well, no, I'm not. It's not hot take because uh, like I said, I don't want to speculate, and this could be completely out of left field. Um, because w- was she part of Discraft or was she still Dynamic Discs last time the event happened? I'm not too sure because I, I don't know if this is the first time she's gonna be back at, in Discraft. No, this would be last year was because um, Paul won it last year, so I do believe that this tournament ran. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, because there was the ESPN coverage last yeah, year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so I was gonna say maybe there's still like if there is bad blood between Dynamic Discs and all of them with her, but I don't know. I feel like there's not, but. Like I said, that was my just out there, guys. Like, who knows? So, but, um, with the notable exception, that being said, everybody else is going to yeah. be out there. Um, conditions generally normally windy. Um, from what we're being told as far as the forecast, nothing really over 10 miles per hour. It is supposed to be kind of a quiet wind, which never happens. On no, that's going to be a game changer for sure, especially when we talk about um, going from an all-part three course to – um, a tournament where there's only five par threes on the entire course, so th- this course is a long bomber one. Lot up, it's par four galore. And again, this is gonna be—I don't know if this is the first four-round tourney, but there is four rounds, so we're gonna see big arms will shine. But those who can stay in the fairway are gonna be the ones that are gonna take this tournament. Absolutely, and kind of alluding to what Reed said, as far as a lot of players opting out of the Mid America. Um, in large part, Jonesboro or Jones Gold, I'm sorry, um, has done some new holes this year. So I think a lot of people also wanted to kind of get on that layout, 
had the time to kind of do this as this being such a prominent course or attorney stop. So I think of that's also partly why. Um, but I'm expecting big things out of that community, out of the course. Um, from the few videos I have seen, it's definitely a bomber. Um, some tight. There's plenty of OB to, to navigate. Um, so it is definitely interesting. Let's lead this into, should we go to the craft a card? It only makes sense. All right, Jay, you want to hit the craft a card? Or um, you're going to try to make me do it again because I'm the repeat winner. You can Guys, I'll do, I'll do craft a card. I'm going to pump up my, uh, inflate myself here. So the first back-to-back -back winner. Can we also um, say, my, hey, man, I had two players. Okay. And I still took second. Those, the, I, I just want to point out when we did craft a card, we we did understand that could be a possibility. I'm just saying. Let it ride. I'm just saying. I'm I'm the king at taking second. King at taking second. So, um, craft a card is our draft style segment that where we draft a card of players. We only have a few simple rules. One rule is that you have to have one of your players outside finish outside the top ten in the previous tournament. You are only allowed a one repeat. Um, player from your previous card and the last rule is you have to have one fpo player um like i said so i had did win last week i want to say i won by five strokes yes just five uh yep and as much as jay does want to point out he only had two players one of those was female and the winner was over so yeah, we, would we, have we all, we all add know some sarah strokes. holcomb would have won so like <laughs> okay and then, all right, so <laughs> with a negate, I gotcha. So as far as the draft order goes, it is going to start off with red, um, then move Jay, and with the reigning champ, it moves to me. So with the first pack out of the DD Open, craft a card. Reed, who do you got? Uh, I'm going with Heimberg. Why I'm going Heimberg? Because Ricky had a flight from Georgia to wherever they are now and he's gonna be tired and why because i wanted to take him from jefferson and quinn so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take heimberg first pick, <laughs> heimberg Solid is, pick. yeah heimberg is a good pick but uh, right with the plague going on right now we're talking about the consistency and the most consistent player this so far in i would say this year has been ricky wysaki putting up amazing numbers round after round i don't see how if he's gonna be here i how am i i cannot take him he's i'm on pretty much of a hot streak right now so i don't think he Absolutely. needs too much practice and like reed alluded to um ricky did put in that he was uh, visiting his sister in the icu so we wish her the best yeah um and i wish i wish this i really hope this doesn't affect his uh play um because the man is tough um so what i'm gonna do you guys are gonna leave him for me um, I believe he's finished f finished first out of four out of the last six DDOs. I'm going to go Mr. Goat himself, Paul McBeth. Um, Paul always throws this course really well. Um, I know I understand there is some changes, and if you want to talk about a man who can carve the course to land the disc where he wants his second approach and avoid OB, it is Paul McBeth. Um, I think he's going to be up there as far as competing. Uh, I wouldn't have him be my necessarily my pick him, but he's going to be up there on the final day um, charging and doing everything that he could win. So Paul McBeth is my first pick. We're going right back to Reed. Uh, I'm going with Heinberg's best friend, Eagle McMahon. Oh, I thought he was going to say um, Gilman there for a second. Gilbert. 
Gilbert, sorry, yeah. Gilbert. Because <laughs> no. that guy's man. everybody's friend, evidently. And in the background yeah. of all the videos. Mr. Yeah. Eagle McMahon yeah, is former re-picked. winner. Former winner, hell of a pick. Um, you're talking a bomber course. Eagle is up there for sure. Yeah, you can't count on Eagle. With that being said, with Paige not being here, I think um, Reed's talking about my not being able to pick the winner of being, uh, the FPO side. I think I'm going to pick the winner of this one. I'm going to go Katrina Allen. I think that she's going to have one of the best rounds of the FPO, and I think she's going to take it by far. And I think the FPO is kind of the biggest discrepancy in this tournament, and I think we're going to see big gaps here. Oh, man, he took my pick. <laughs> Way to go. Um, I definitely didn't think you were going to pick Allen over this gentleman. I'll take the man that you've uh, pumped up earlier in the episode, Mr. Robot Chicken, Chris Dickerson. Um, I'm going to have him navigate these fairways, and I think he will be just fine at the minimum of top 10 finish. Let's hear it, Red. Uh, I'm going to draft the best female on the, car- on the, on the ticket, uh, Miss Haley King. She has not been throwing well at this course yet. Uh, she shared some stuff on Instagram. She did not throw well, but I'm still going to pick her, Miss Haley King. Because he's got a hunch. I love it. Damn it. She, she's either going to win or our female or the female that wins not going to get drafted. That's a solid pick. Haley's up there as far as distance on drives um, and green attainability as far as stats <laughs> goes. Not a bad pick. No, not a bad pick. Um... That being said, I don't know really too much about this one. I had a hunch like uh, in this pick too. KJ USA super underperforming this year. Hopefully we can see something out of him. He's a previous top ten winner. He throws far as long as his putts on. I have some confidence in him, but I guess we'll see. He's fucked me once this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I drafted him too. He's not very good. <laughs> uh, Great personality though. I do want to hit that. Great yeah. personality. He's um, also everybody's best friend. He is also everybody's best friend. I am going to go with, um, you want to talk about another sneaky bomber. It's going to be Adam Hammes, Um and hopefully he can get stuff on the fairway within 60, and then maybe he's got a hot putt round or a hot putt stretch that he's been known to hit. Um, so I'm going to kind of give this one, and I'm going to stick with Adam Hammes as my number three. It's not a bad I, pick. Ha- haven't had him in two rounds to pick him, so I'm going to draft him again. Uh, James Conrad coming home. Going to fucking win his first tournament with MVP. Mm, I love how Reed loves to bold. say that he's going to take Heimberg away from us. We should just, you and I should just draft Conrad. You did it last time. You yeah, drafted Conrad like the second round <laughs> last time, Quinn. Why would I ever want to draft Conrad, man? That's just a waste of the pick. <laughs> All right, my, for my last pick, my outside of the top 10, I'm going to go with somebody who's been sneakily good this year, kind of hanging out in the shadows, and again, has previously shot very well at this course, and I think we're going to see a breakout through him for him this tournament. Andrew Presnell. Whoa, bold. Yeah. Wow. We'll see something That's from him, crazy. I believe it. Prezi. Ah, uh, okay. So that leaves me with my female. Um, that's a luxury when you're the last one, but I'm going to go. Um, I'm a little worried about her forehand with some of these holes, but I don't see how you cannot go with Sarah Holcomb on a, on a bomber course. She's up there on the distance. Um, and I think it's going to be whoever can keep it in. So to recap, 
Reed went with Heinberg, Eagle, Haley King, and Mr. James Conrad. Jay has... Ricky, Katrina, KJ, and Andrew Presnell. Man, I don't know about your KJ and Presnell. I, don't, I think you should have flipped them. We'll see. Um, and my pick, I got Macbeth, Dickerson, Hokum, and who was my last one? Did I say Dickerson already? Yes, I don't know. Oh, Hamas, Adam Hamas is my last one. Let, let's just make sure that we verify that Quinn yeah. was okay with the draft. Just not the draft order you chose. I think, them you, I think no, I think you could have picked someone better than that. That's all. I think there's. Oh, I thought you meant like that are just swap my like. Yeah, that, that's what you said. Like, <laughs> I, just, no. just flip them. The, the, the order was all wrong. Yeah. But yeah, even though I got I think, I think there's some solid others. I don't know. So man. I'm surprised we'll nobody went with Mr. Girthy on the DDO. It doesn't matter because I keep winning. Whatever you guys do, you guys want to criticize what I say, but back to back winner. We'll see. We'll see. Dobbs. All right. With that being said, that let's move on felt. to Dream Doubles. They have magic hair, magic hands. Some talk to animals, and some were poisoned or cursed, kidnapped or enslaved. One even made a deal with a sea witch to trade her voice for a pair of human legs. Of course, I'm talking about the Disney princesses. And that's what we're doing for the Dream Doubles. As we all know, it's the Fuck, Mary Kill segment where we take the best, the worst, and who we want to beat of a certain pop culture. We're doing Disney princesses this week. Why? Because we have nothing better to do. And there's, there's no new movies or anything cool coming out, so we can't reference that. So we're going to do Disney princesses. Disney, Disney princesses are classics. Yeah, it's a solid choice. It's can't a solid it. choice. I so can't wait to. So we are all going to be the man that make. We are all going to be. Uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Did so bad right there. <laughs> la, 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 la. Yeah, I'm not going to make that reference then. All right, guys. Let's jump into the worst. Quinn, who is your worst Disney princess for disc golf? My worst disc golf partner would be Rapunzel from the movie Tangled. Obviously, don't get me wrong, it's a, quite the tragic story that she was kidnapped and locked in a castle and that's why she doesn't know shit about anything. But it is kind of difficult being in a tournament and kind of having to explain and kind of go through that and hold hands. That's a, a practice round, sure, but that'll be a little bit tough. Um, also, her fucking hair is going to be in the way of fucking everything but herself. I understand it's magical. I understand it has great powers and it is silky, shiny, but it is going to be fucking stepped on, walked over, in the way, around a fucking tree, on my shoulder, as I'm throwing, as I'm putting. It might be in the fucking change at some point. And that's why Rapunzel is my worst disc golf princess. Tripping and falling. She, she's so athletic with her hair. I think you think you're miss. Mistaken on her. And have you seen her throw a motherfucking frying pan? Fucking, she can throw a motherfucking disc. Frying, pa- frying pans are what? Like five pounds? She. Cast iron? Maybe uh, heavy. Exactly, man. Depends she can if throw it's seasoned a fucking or disc. Not. She goes crazy. Oh, hers are, her, her frying pans are super seasoned. <laughs> All right, Jefferson, do you want to go or do you want me to go as my worst? I'll take it away. Re- Reed's uh, on a new level. You better come with it. All right. <laughs> the worst disc golfer is the one who can't even walk. Reed already mentioned it. Now, if I was Swiss cheese, a partner who could get all my water tosses might be a plus. However, I can get my own. 
Ariel would be the disc golfer who couldn't let go if of her first DIC beast. She's just hoarding all that shit. Chunks taken out of it, and all the discs are going to be older than me. Not only that, but can we be real? All of the other princesses that sing, that's just a straight negative. We don't need that in my putt. I already have tough enough banging in my 15-footers. And I for sure don't need a fucking song about our third bogey in a row. She would also probably shit herself the first time she was, um, like, first time she got laid. Can't bring up Ariel and shitting herself. Oh, of course. (laughs) Ariel shit herself. It's just a fact. It's a fact. But, but, so, you guys are all wrong. You guys both picked princesses that got top billing in their movies. The movies are about the princess. My princess doesn't even get top billing. She has to play second fiddle to some fucking street rat. And a monkey. (laughs) Um... Of course, I'm talking about Jasmine. She is the worst Disney present. First of all, she would have a fucking tiger around. Ask Roy what it's like to have a tiger around. Fucking, you get mauled and die. Well, he didn't die from that, but he got mauled. Um, she also doesn't care about her townspeople. She's walking around worrying about who she's going to marry and not give, and being free when she's just sitting at home and there's people starving in the street, people getting cut, their hands cut off. For like a, a block away. It's, yeah. not, it's like down the fucking corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's right out there. It's just so bad. Uh, she... Her ass can see it from the window. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> she would... And she wouldn't be very good. Like, her... She doesn't even get a song. When you talk about them singing, she didn't get a song until the live action. Yeah, I don't got much on her. <laughs> but I, I really didn't think she would be good. She, she, she'd be rocking the midriff, though, on the course. Uh, yes. And she'd be talking about her daddy, the Sultan, and how he, he fixes everything for her. She is probably one of the most posh princesses out there, so I can kind of see your point. But she went to the gutter, man. She went to the gutter. Yeah. She found it. Can we also acknowledge, like, how the fuck does she... It's not like he changed his face. Fucking Aladdin just changed an outfit, and this fucking dummy doesn't even recognize him. Can we just fucking point that out? That just sounds. Oh, that's always been stupid to me. But I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> we're really, right. we're really into so, the princess talk. This is great. <laughs> so we're doing the beat. No, the bat. Yeah, the beat the now. Jefferson, let's jump into you. Who would you want to beat? Of course, I'm going to beat the princess with seven slaves. I mean, dwarfs. My bad. I don't need the quote-unquote fairest of them all arrogant ass telling me how good her shot is every time. And of course, I got to beat the OG princess to make sure the rest of them know their fucking place. Fuck Snow White. Damn, that was just like mic drop. Like, that was short, sweet. Oh, OG princess, I agree. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Snow White wouldn't be that good. I'm up. That's a solid pick. All right, Quinn. Who's my beat? I'm doing this one for all the people in the small French provisional village. Yeah, that's what it's called. Just village. (laughs) No other town name. If you guys don't know the reference, it is Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Nobody wants more in life than to beat a judgmental prick who believes they are better than you and for all purposes sake, the entire town. Belle spends her day singing about the little people and how little things they do and how small and insignificant they are. She literally goes to a fucking bookstore and borrows books. She doesn't even pay for them. 
What kind of sick fuck wants to do that? They're going to borrow your disc and never give it back? She was only with the Beast for his library. Let's be honest. You guys want? You guys can reference Stockholm Syndrome. I'm, I'm referencing the book Gold Digger that is Belle. <laughs> and she couldn't... The worst part is she has no boundaries. So she's going to push everything, right? She has zero boundaries. She's in an entire fucking castle, and she can. She, was, she once was a slave, and then she was given freedom to reign the castle, but it was told, hey, just stay out of this wing. You're in a fucking castle, and you're told to stay out of wing, and you got to still go in there? What kind of sick fucking boundaryless asshole doesn't, does that shit? You're in a magical land. Belle would be also terrible on this golf course. She's going to be Prince. She's going to be kind of a prissy on it and, like, be judgmental, not help. And she's just going to be looking at her watch the entire time. That being said, because of how she treats people, that's why she is my beat. Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Damn. She was in for the dog dick. That's why she was really in for it. That big ass dog dick. Um, Belle. Wow. <laughs> We're just going to listen. All right. So we're gonna say dog dick and <laughs> like go yeah. right, right. right after that. <laughs> Both of you guys picked beats that wouldn't be good. My beat has deadly accuracy. My beat climbs fucking mountains. My beat is also a fucking ginger. And Scottish and has a really thick accent and really fucking annoying. So that's partially why I beat it. I'm wanna beat the best, so I th- I picked the the princess I think would be the best at disc golf, which is Murda from the other studio, but still Disney princess, um, from the movie Brave. First of all, Brave, not that good a movie. Second of all, there's two types of gingers in this world. There's gingers that hate being fucking gingers, which I'm okay with because <laughs> they don't have souls and you should hate being a ginger. And then there's gingers like my wife. Who fucking think it's the coolest fucking thing ever and fucking like, oh, I'm fucking rare, blah, blah, blah. One feckle is for every soul I take, blah, blah, blah. And they are my least favorite. And that's what Merida is. Merida is this ginger power woman. And I'm sorry if anybody's listening in, in Europe, if you didn't know, someone say ginger a lot. And I know it's offensive. I'm sorry. It's not offensive in America. We're in America. But anyways, so, so I, that's one reason I want to be, she's, she does power to the, they don't have souls. That's, that's fact. Sorry, I think we've re- referenced that like five times. Well, yeah, they, they, whenever, whenever you talk about gingers, you have to reference that. Okay. Um, like and she should be the most skilled. Like she climbs mountains. She fucking shoots arrows. She fucking throws tomahawks. She can throw a fucking frisbee. She can, she has deadly accuracy. And she's, like, really big feminist, fucking woman power. She wants to fucking take on the man, so I think she would be a fun beat. And she, I don't think there is another Disney princess that would be more athletic and more of a good, I picked the best disc golfer who I thought would be the best disc golfer, so. But, and she'd be, and she's a ginger, and I want to beat her because she's a ginger. want to beat her because she's the best. And her fucking Scottish accent would be really fucking annoying. And uh, wouldn't be able to understand her. She go off for the day. And I'm like, cool guys. Wow. She's out there with a pint, <laughs> drinking a point. <laughs> Dark wow. Guinness. We're gonna move on to the beat. Who do you got, Jay? All right. Well, that being said, I think the hardest working and most dedicated Disney princess is Mulan. 
She might not have all that athleticism right away, but she's going to work her ass off to make sure she gets it done. You can make a case for Tiana being the um, the more hardest working, but I think fighting a war and fighting sexist, sexist men at the same time may have a little step up to that. Though, through all facing adversity, it seemed to unfaze Mulan, just like how she would be stone cold banging in 50 footers all, all around. All she wants to do is get down to business and beat Paul Macbeth to become the true best disc golfer of all time. Solid reference. She's a girl we're fighting for. She she Damn doesn't right. get enough pub. That's because her Can remake sucked. Oh, wait, and you want to know what? That's that you're, you're totally off base. She does get she does get it. She does get enough press. She is not a princess, by the way. And my wife will be really pissed off that you used her because she's not a princess. She's a princess, but she's not a princess. If you get the all right, well, Dis- Disney princess Wikipedia but, but says different. Yeah, yeah, she she she's under the Disney. She's now royalty. She doesn't have the princess title. She doesn't have royalty. Just like Pocahontas doesn't have the princess title. Okay. Just like um, gotcha. So she's Al- just a badass normal person that's hardworking, right? Yep. Okay. Fuck, Tiana's <laughs> a solid pick, my friend. He didn't pick. Can Tiana. we also point out how? fucked up it is like he, you're gonna have on. take the first black princess and then turn him into an animal and have that be half of the movie some bullshit I'm just pointing that out he didn't pick Tiani he picked Mulan uh, just, oh shit <laughs> I blacked out you dummy you dummy <laughs> he referenced Tiana I did hard working that, that's I, what I heard I thought that was what he yes, went with yes he went with Mulan um they also they also did the they turned a white Scottish woman into a bear. But you're not going to say anything about that? No. Nope. Yeah. But was she the first white woman? No. Princess turned into an animal for queen. the first one? It was a queen. Queen? Okay. A queen. Yeah. She was the queen. All right. Go to your beat, Red. All right. My beat. Best. Here. Benelope Van Sweets of Wreck-It Ralph fame. Um... She is probably the most down-to-earth and coolest princess of the Disney princess world. She would be the most fun to hang out with. Cracking fart jokes, just ragging on each other in an old childish way. I think it'd be fun. Also, she has magic powers. She has this glitch thing that I assume could throw a frisbee and glitch it into a fucking pen. Or glitch it fucking right near the fucking pen. And that's an easy dub right there. Coolest, most down-to-earth person fucking magic powers that allows me to allows her to get her frisbee closer to the pin and let me just play around disc golf fart jokes all day fuck I'm in and you wanna know what she drives really well <laughs> nice solid <laughs> yeah sometimes she, she can't control the glitch all the times maybe he's gonna fuck you up here and there no she no cause if you reference yeah that's if she gets too fucking upset about something I won't get be in her head all the time I'm gonna be there how are you going to point out also the fact that yours is not a princess and that doesn't do a true princess? I know we... F- we She's a princess. She's a pen- princess P- Penelope Von Sweet. She's not official. She ain't official, but we counted it. We gave it to him. I don't know the Disney princess lore. She's a princess. She's not in the 12. 
There's the twelve hierarchy of straight yeah, Disney. Yeah, Princess Leia should be there yeah, too. Yeah, then you're gonna go, you're gonna go Princess Leia. There's so many after yeah, that. I, I fucking you could go Lizzie McGuire. Fucking okay, let's no, throw up. Lizzie McGuire isn't a princess. I, I would have been cool if it, Elsa, but apparently if, that's not one either. So Elsa's a queen. I would have been cool with you going Elsa. That would have been perfectly fine. Damn. I I was totally ready for Princess Leia to come out too. I, I did not. Yeah, I, I was know? going to. I was gonna actually go Doctor uh, Doctor Frankenfurter. Because he's a Disney princess now, too. Because uh, Disney owns Fox. So Dr. Frankenfurter is at Disney. Anybody that gets re- that reference, nice. you guys are awesome. <laughs> All, All right, Quinn. Who gonna, is your best? We're going to go to my best. Um, my best, first off, is more than a princess. She's a chiefess. She is the most athletic. I understand what you said about Miranda. But she's Miranda. the most athletic what? and determined of all the princesses and she was chosen by the ocean to save not only her village but the world water hazard zero way with the queen of the ocean and jay i don't want to hear shit about ariel that dummy signed her life away turned her back on her home and her people just for some dick ariel sucks moana waliki Chiefess of Matanui is the best disc golf partner. Moana would be the perfect partner to build your morale. She would be there to half regain your powers as much as help you on the course by carving it up. She would literally offer to sacrifice herself for a win if that's what it took. She's the bold leader with the chill island vibes. Disc golf alone, she'd carve the course like as if she's on her fucking boat doing super flexy, glidey lines that last forever, all the while completely doing it barefoot. Moana, my best disc golf. Disc Man, you put her anywhere without water, game over. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Has nothing to do with her water. So you want to talk Everything about climbing mountains? She climbs a mountain in that movie also. There you go. Oh, hey. Here, I want to know, who is the villain of that movie? The fucking big-ass monster, right? Fucking, I have people that tell me that fucking, um, what's his face? The Rock's character. Maui. Maui is the, is the true villain of that movie. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Steals the heart. Okay, good. He steals the heart. He said, okay, good. <laughs> you're not, you're not they didn't guy. really need it. What about the crab? That seems shiny. That guy's awesome. I know. Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Flight of the Concord. Yeah, that guy. That guy's <laughs> fucking dope. That guy's fucking awesome. All right, so you guys want to jump into the 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 We have to. Okay, I guess we have to. It's so big. The disc pick is a unique disc review with three separate perspectives, a sidearm only, an intermediate distance thrower, and a bomber player, all giving their thoughts on the same disc. They each get 10 throws. 10 throws! Everybody knows the rules! Three on hyzer, three on anhyzer, three flat, and a max distance to really understand the disc. And on today's episode, we have one of the most unique and hated discs of all time. Also has one of the worst rated discs on Infinite Discs, only three stars. The numbers are 13, 6, negative 2, and 2. A stable distance driver that also happens to be one of Reed's staples in his bag. So I'll let Reed start with the groove. Uh, I, I love this disc. Ever since I started throwing sidearm, I, I've had this disc in my bag. Um, I use it for... It's a, 
it's not even my driver. It's my it's my mid range and my short drive, like my shorter holes. I don't even use it as a driver anymore. I don't get enough distance out of it. I I love this disc. Every I have I don't know why I have pinpoint accuracy with this disc. I can put it near the pin without in a certain distance every fucking time. Um I've thrown I don't use the groove, like the groove in the what do you call it part? I think they just call the it the groove. Yeah, the rim. The groove in the rim, I don't not a finger goes in there. So I don't I don't think I use it to the specs that it's supposed to be used, but it's been one of my favorite discs for a while. I throw it really well and I know how everybody hates it, but it fits my game really well and I know what when I when it leaves my hand, I know what it, where it's going and I know what it's doing. And I'm ready for you guys to shit on it. So go ahead. Woo! Quinn, you want to take it away? Sure. <laughs> um, so I kind of tried to come in here with an unbiased opinion of the disc. I know what has been said of this disc. Um, in all honesty, I thought this was going to be a little bit more overstable than what my first initial throws were. For my first few, it definitely seemed to be... Um, straight flat and then it kind of faded hard but it, um, but it was kind of a gradual fade uh, from that so it was kind of uh, straight on that front so all my flat throws were kind of that straight with a fade I thought it was going to be more overstable but it definitely wasn't um, as far as Annie no way anytime I threw Annie that was that was definitely coming back along that line so it did kind of stabilize on that front um, my thing, as far as with this disc, guys, I'm going to be honest as possible. I couldn't get much distance on it. Um, for the speed that it is, um, I was unable to, when I kind of really beefed on it um, and kind of drive it as far as possible, it definitely was not getting the distance that I wanted. With that groove, for whatever reason, it kind of fucking was just carving up my hand. It's not that great in the hand as far as the rim structure for me and it was kind of just slicing through as i was kind of pulling pulling it through my um form um so it was just definitely a little bit uncomfortable on that front did throw a couple of sidearm i kind of see what maybe reed's kind of thinking on that front um but def not in my bag it, it's i already got this disc I could see why a lot of people hate on it i could see why a lot of people don't like it it's kind of a weird thing that doesn't make sense you got that much speed on it, and it doesn't seem to want to travel. Even Reed alludes to it. Um, but, yeah, hard no in the bag. The groove. I'm not going to – I'm being kind of cordial with Reed. I hope you kind of just dunk on this. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to be – I'm going to come out first and say I don't think this disc deserves the hate it gets. I understand it's unique. It has that groove. But, like, honestly, I mean, you were saying how it, you felt it in your throw Honestly, I never noticed it whenever I threw it, and I used to, the groove used to be one of my main sidearm discs way back when, because I felt like I was able to throw it a lot straighter for a lot longer than, like, a destroyer or anything like that. Um, obviously, um, when I started, like, figuring out my form and all that, it, there was other discs that kind of fell in line that just worked a little bit better, but overall... The groove is just, it's just a normal 13 speed disc <laughs> and when it comes down to it. And I think that personally, there's a lot one, lot better ones that come down to it. I think a lot of people really hate on the groove um, when they're trying to find like a max distance driver and it just 
doesn't do what they want for them. But it, it just falls into the category where there's just so many discs that out there in this category that there's just people are going to fall in line with the one that feels best for them. And if it you feel the groove in your hand and it doesn't feel good, there's no reason to continue to try it. And I think a lot of people knock, out, knock it before they try it because of the groove. They put it in their mind that it's going to feel weird, it's going to do blah, 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 whatever, when maybe it doesn't. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I don't know, I don't, it's not a disc I love, not a disc I hate. I don't think I'll ever bag it just because I think there's better discs for that slot, but I think that it does get a lot of unnecessary hate. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that, <laughs> that being said, fuck the groove. <laughs> I'm just playing. That being just said, <laughs> I don't think the groove is intended for 100-foot up shot, flick up shots like Reed does with it. <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> probably not, probably not. Oh, well, it hey, works. if it works for him. So if anyone needs, um, uh, anyone who so hates the me, groove, let me, go let talk me to give Jesus one more recommendation. There. Let yeah, me yeah, give yeah. one more recommendation as far as with the groove, guys. If you want to try the groove, go to any Lost and Found or Played Against Sports or Recycle Bin, because those things fucking magically appear in every. I've been to every store. I will find a fucking used groove somewhere in one of those bins. Yeah, guarantee sure. it. I would not recommend going and getting the brand new one. Find a used beat up one. They're all over the place. Everybody bought it to try it. Um, and if a Nova's listening and Reed still wants one in star. Yeah. You're yeah. never, you're never going to get that. <laughs> no way. I, know, well, <laughs> I, I don't even think it would be that good. I think it'd be really weird. I think I bet there might be a reason like why it might be too flexy in the star. With that I, I think there's out. people won't buy them. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Let's be real. You don't think you could? They could do like a a fucking two hundred and fifty run piece run and fucking but, sell it on limited. Oh, uh, my wife talked to him. I think they have to do like the minimum they do is like five hundred, oh, something okay. like that. Like like that's, like that's Brittany, a little tough. Brittany, Brittany tried tried to get him to hook it up, <laughs> and then they said nah. They're like no, yeah, not worth it for him. They said, they said not for disc golf Jesus I was like oh <laughs> It's alright Reed We'll get big one day I know And then I'll get it <laughs> One day You're gonna fucking Not only are you gonna get it In the start You're gonna get a motherfucking stamp Yep <laughs> Disc golf Jesus There you go Me and Conrad Me and Conrad high fiving <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> He loves it Alright let's go into Our puzzlers Hmm. All right, I got one off the bat. If you could get a private lesson from any pro, who would it be? Are we talking all-around game or like a specific that I want? I get to pick what I want and my instructor? Yeah. Could be interpret it any way you want, really. Simon Lazat. Okay. Any reason why? Um... I don't know. He's just the first person. Because I'm not going to go Conrad because Conrad doesn't throw sidearm. And, I, and I'm not going to learn how to throw forearm or backhand, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to learn how to throw backhand. Don't learn how to throw backhand. Uh, and I don't, like, if I get, I'm, I'm assuming it's just one lesson. It's just one, like, hour-long hangout fucking throwing. And yeah. I'm not going to get the help. Uh, and I would rather get my help on my sidearm. And uh, Simon, that was just the first name that popped in my head. I don't know why. There you go. Nice. 
I think I'm going to go with um, Eagle McMahon. I feel like I, I'm trying to transition my putt to more putt like him, and if I can get the lessons from the man himself to actually learn how to hit circle two putts like he can, I'll take it. Oh, man, that is a solid one. Because I was thinking also him just for forehand. Yeah, he's got a good, good forehand too. But, I yeah, I was thinking um, – because I was also thinking putting, but I was going to go more Paul and kind of look at his circle, too, um, and his mindset. Uh, so you want to know what? I'm going to go with someone who I think might actually be a very good teacher in part and help my game. I'm going to go with Nate Sexton. Um, you want to talk about forehand flingers? And I think he would could be like a solid actual teacher. I, I think a lot of these disc golfers, as much as they may help out, I don't know how great – of tr- teachers or trainers they would be so i'd go nate saxton all right let's let's do the same question but fpl because i already have mine i'm gonna go Haley king and i'm gonna work on my putts because i saw her throw between put between a fucking two boards that were basically have like a centimeter on each side and just put through it and make a putt so i'm gonna go Haley king i'm gonna teach her she's gonna teach me how to putt nice. um Wow, I th- think I'm gonna go Heather Young, and I think I'm gonna go the same thing. But I think I putt more like Heather Young more than Haley, and Heather Young bangs circle two putts for days. So I think that would be a little good choice with the spin putt. Come on, Quinn, finish your chalk boat and go, Paige. Uh, dude, I was about to say Paige just for putts, but I'm gonna go. If I'm working on forehand, I might as well hear also get it from the best female forehand, and that's Sarah Holcomb. All right, all right. So let's let's do a different one. You're not getting a lot. You're just going. You're playing one round with one pro. We'll go FPO, and then we'll go uh, male. What's the one pro? One pro you're gonna play around with? Um, Jefferson, sorry, we know Jefferson. I, I don't. Yeah, I gotta go. Paige Pierce. I think that's pretty simple for him. Personal. Be good vid. Shout out. I, I don't th- shout I, out Paige Pierce. I, I don't think Paige would would be. I'm gonna. I'm hey gonna man, go imagine the clickbait. I'm gonna go with the Reds. Either Haley. King. I'm gonna go Haley King. Yeah, I, think I think she's got. I think she can ha- carry a conversation that we kind of sh- share sometimes on the court. She's really dorky. <laughs> so she's really dorky. So I think she would. But I, I think, but I think Paige is really dorky too. I think, I yeah, I, I agree. Like Paige, it's either between Paige and Haley, and I think I'd I'd have more fun with Haley King. I think Haley can talk more, more about s- stupid stuff, and Paige would be all about beakers and science. It's just the vibe I get. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Uh, if I'm gonna go male, I'm not gonna go Conrad because I don't want you guys to talk shit. So <laughs> I'm okay. go- I'm going. <laughs> uh, well, come back to me. I gotta. Think. Dude, if Reed ever fucking plays around with Conrad, it's gonna be like the Spider Man pointing at Spider Man meme. <laughs> like it's gonna be the <laughs> just the two of them just pointing like, at each other. <laughs> I, I we gotta so. get like a photo of just that. <laughs> One of these days we're gonna go to a tournament and just be like, oh man, we look alike. It's crazy. That'd be funny. That would be good. <laughs> Hook it up. Um. Uh, so, my male, uh, man, I know I already said his name, but um, 
<laughs> I'll do a stupid answer. I'll go germ and hope I might get my first ace. Nice. Oh, That's wow. a good there answer. you go. <laughs> I, 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 I know what? That wasn't a stupid answer. That was possibly your best answer to any puzzler ever. And I, that makes me so happy. Oh, <laughs> got to pull out the camera, too. On well, that I'm going I'm to I'm make a joke. I'm going I'm to make a joke. And I'm going to go for sheer clickbait. Because you put this guy in any video, he's fucking there. I'm going to go with Brody Smith. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just by that, that motherfucker's all over the place. So I'm uh, he's I the face of this golf. I know. Fuck, fuck you. I want to go Brody Smith. Come on. That just wouldn't be fun. Uh, if I if I'm going for uh, I don't know. Like part of me wants to pick Nico and see how much I could piss him off. <laughs> just see how angry I could make him. Uh, part part of me wants to talk to. <laughs> wants to do eagle and talk and uh how he believes the earth is flat because you i look at eagle and i think he's a flat earther <laughs> like, like <laughs> or he could be like or somebody be like, explain flat earth to him and he's like you want to know what that's possible <laughs> like he, he doesn't know for sure but that that's <laughs> that's how i see doesn't his girlfriend work for like nasa <laughs> <laughs> that, that, what? That, what? That's even more of a reason. <laughs> he's like, he's like, man, my girlfriend's gone into space. Uh, Guess what? There's flat. I don't know why I thought that. I think someone don't. I don't know. Why. That may not be true. Yeah, that did, I don't. I'm gonna scratch. No one, no one holds that. You do that one. In, in the Kirby disc golf world, it's true. I guess that's all that matters. Flat Earther, and uh, his his girlfriend works for NASA. All right, I think I'm gonna go with Calvin because I just need to know if this dude what what's this dude's personality like off camera. What the fuck is this dude actually like? And I feel like he's got some like weird ass stories that just need to come out. He, he, he's talk, he'll talk about his Lamatina. He might. He might. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. He might be pulled out halfway through, has some tater tots in his pocket. I don't know. Who knows? Dude, I bet you the dude is like the coolest guy on the course. The only thing he probably does have stories. He is from Florida. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, exactly. So, so, there's some out there people in Florida, but Heinberg's not a bad choice. He's friends with everybody. Also, can we yeah. point out? Like, I don't, I don't think I, I don't see anybody like side eyed Calvin. No, I don't so. think so either. Yeah, that's why I drafted him first. Nobody side-eyes Calvin. All right, Jay, you have one more? I do have one more. How important do you think the mental game is to disc golf percentage-wise? And I put down, I think it's 60% mental and 40% skill. And I, I look at, like, a guy like Kevin Jones, like, he comes to mind, and it's like, that dude has all the skills, but like just like this year, he's in his head. He can't figure it out. He might have all the tools, but he just can't put himself in the top ten. Sometimes with KJ, I think he might have just woke up. <laughs> the, the early tea times <laughs> are getting to him. Yeah, like he's notorious for that, at least on the skins match. They always make reference to like, he got up ten minutes ago and he's on the course. Yeah. Ready to throw. Uh, all right. Uh, disc golf is 90% mental. Wow. And 40% physical. <laughs> uh, Reed with the, Reed's busted out references <laughs> left and right today, uh, man. No, it's, um, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't have much physical, so it's all mental for me. Um, Are we kind of just talking professional game? 
Or like just overall disc golf. You know, overall, overall, everybody's game. Yeah, what'd you go with Jay? How about sixty forty? Yeah, sixty forty, sixty forty mental. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's. Man, I'm gonna go. I will go. I'm gonna go seventy five twenty five mental actually. Um, in part, as much as you got, you can kind of garner the physical tools, you need the mentality to do it, right? You need the mentality to research it, to practice, to do field work, all those. So that's kind of why I would go with 7525. Um, yeah, I, you want to know what? I don't, I, it's not. I, I just think of fucking two people that I play with that don't give a shit and just fucking bomb. Fucking Keegan and fucking Dylan. Both those motherfuckers don't give a fuck and just throw it. Throw it fucking 50 million feet and, and they're right next to the pen. And that's all physical. They, like, yeah, but here here's the current argument with Keegan. He gets one bogey. It's game over for the rest of the round. Yeah, he can make but, those putts, but but if, if but, he's but in that, his head, that's that's more of Keegan than it is anything else. That's more of Keegan's personality. Keegan's. He, Someone say that. What, some would say that's Keegan's mentality. Yes, that that that's Keegan. If one thing goes wrong, he's fucking done. And but that but the exact opposite is with Dylan. Dylan doesn't give a fuck what happens. He he misses a putt. He's doing the same fucking thing. So it's no mental with him. It's all physical with him, and it's just God-given fucking talent with that dude. So I think it's it depends on who it is. It but his buddy also cannot putt, which is a large part of the mental game. Putting is all about walking up and believing you're going to hit it. Yes, but I also think that he doesn't – He he played ultimate Frisbee. His whole family's ultimate Frisbeers and, like, national teams, like big – Walden Nelson, if you guys know Ultimate Frisbee, you might know that guy's name because he's kind of a big deal. Let's get him on the but pod. He, he, if you want, I can try. Um, <laughs> but he's definitely – he doesn't throw it short. He just bombs it, and he fucking throws it both hands. He, he does the physical. I will, Yeah, I will say for the casual player, sure. But if you're really trying to get better and – And that's, and know, that's, that's those, not me. Those so. two are kind of the over – super cash but if you're really into the sport and you're trying to improve half the battles is mental and I yourself think, out but, but that's with every i think that's with everything anything you go head sure. first into you have to be more mental mm-hmm. and more stable that's why i suck <laughs> there you go because <laughs> uh, you're in here folks <laughs> what what is it? Is it the mental, or you're just not stable? Which one is it? That makes it's, it's all the above. <laughs> I, I I don't got the physical, and I don't got the mental, and and my emotional's kind of fucking torn up. All right, like we always do, we kind of make a reference to our doubles. Which princess would you want to be the prince to? Uh, (laughs) 
Are we gonna like just have awkward silence here, or is someone gonna like? Do Do you know? <laughs> do you have an answer, Quinn? No, I just thought of this right uh, now. <laughs> um, I would. All right. So if you're gonna put me, I'm probably. Man, I'll, I'll go with Jasmine. I'm gonna go. I'm Jasmine. going to go with Tiana. Sheer for the cooking and the beignets. <laughs> And the and the gumbo, the beignets, beignets. Um, yeah, I think, I think Tiana. I think I'm gonna so go. He's gonna have a full belly, but and have a restaurant. I'm gonna be in a fucking palace. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go <laughs> Moana for the island and for always having an adventure to go on. Yeah, I yeah, I, everybody. Uh, they all they all stuck up bitches. Down to Earth. <laughs> Come on. Oh, wait. Uh, you want to go through the list? Aurora. Stuck up. Snow White. Kind of stuck up. <laughs> Tiana. Not stuck up. The stuck up bitch gets her gets knuppins. I think so. I don't know. I've only watched the movie a couple times. <laughs> Which one? The <laughs> Princess and the Frog. Uh, yeah, no, I would definitely not say she's stuck up. No, definitely she's not. Most, yeah, she has like a positive outlook on life. I think a lot of princesses do that. But Reed with the fucking mic drop of all mic drops. Of yeah. <laughs> shattering Disney princesses. Uh, that's what I do. That's what we do here at Disney princesses. Here you go. All right. Anyone have any last remarks before we end this pod? Keep throwing. Okay. Way Keep to steal throwing. my line. Damn. <laughs> all and right. always. <laughs> all right guys hopefully you guys did enjoy this pod like we said at the beginning make sure to rate and review do the best podcast on the airways hopefully we we'll see you guys in the next one